This is episode 814 for January 2024, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. Spider History's back with JR, and uh, it, we're talking about Spider-Man Rain. So Tina Turner, of course, says she can't stand the rain. Uh, I know a lot of you can't. Some of you like the miniseries. We'll find out what JR thinks in just a little bit before we get there. I want to remind you about patreon.com slash crawlspace. I just put up a spider satellite episode that is over three hours. Uh, we also In that episode, we review Ultimate Spider-Man number one and also Jackpot number one. So if you're not a Patreon member, you're missing out. That is a fun, long, juicy episode that uh, you should check out. Patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right, time to get back with Spider History. Hey, crawlspacers, you demanded it. The man, the myth, the legend is back for Spider History. And JR, we're going to make it rain tonight, aren't we? Yeah, we are. But first, uh, let me uh, dust all the cobwebs off. I haven't done a spider history in a while. And, uh, you know, just uh, don't know if I still have it. But, uh, you know, let me get the old uh, muscles well, working. Well, technically, and... a crawl space under your house has a lot of cobwebs, etc. So that's it's appropriate for the evening. Yeah. Yeah, so so and, the uh, fans have missed you. I, oh, I, you're being generous, right? I forwarded you several emails, several messages. Oh, you did? Oh, well, hell, fans, they didn't. He didn't see it. <laughs> did you? you do you send it to the Gmail account? No, I sent it to your OnlyFans account. What do you think I sent it to? <laughs> Which I don't Gmail. I don't read either. Oh <laughs> my lord! No, 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 folks. I, I just, you know, things uh, had a lot have a lot going on. A lot Life going on. Works works getting harder. Believe it or not, I should be winding down, but you uh-huh. know. Kids the, are, uh, this one, the fans did demand, didn't they ask for this one last year? I'm not sure if they asked for rain, to be honest. I, think, po- I think I remember it. It's possible they did, but uh, there were a couple other things that have happened uh, that, you know, kind of brought it up to the forefront for me. So uh, whether you did or not, it's fortuitous. You're, you're well, going to get Comet it. says the fans demand it. Hornacek says it's like rain on your wedding day. We uh, have a heart for you. We're going to say the fans have missed JR. We haven't seen him since last oh, night. I, I uh, <laughs> out new. Mm. Uh, Padre says, why the heck are you discussing it? It's awful. Uh, it, it has some moments. Another great episode. So It is we awful, but it does have some moments. All right. So let's start. Here is the cover. Uh, a Spider-Man covering, uh, hugging the, the uh, tombstone of Mary Jane. And all done by Carrie Anders, right? Apparently written, so. Apparently written and, so. And penciled, yeah. So, so and take that's me through it. That's interesting. I mean, you showed that one because I have the alternate cover, which is him hugging the gra- gravestone with his uh, black costume. Oh, so, I did. Uh, yeah. So there were back in 06. I think this when this came out. Is this 06? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it came out late 06, early 07 with uh, I think the first one was dated, had, had a street date of February 2007. So um, yep. so, uh, you know, we're talking what 15, 16, oh, going on 17 years now. <laughs> that is incredible. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, you know, and, and another another reason. I, well, one, one reason I brought it, the, I'm bringing this one up now is um, there was a sequel announced fairly recently, uh, which is supposed to be the sequel to Spider-Man's most notorious story. Um, there's, there's one line in particular, I think is why it gets a lot of the grief it does. And it, it is a pretty (laughs) tacky. It's It's still discussed. It's probably what it's known for. Yeah, there's some there. Yeah, it's and it's not a it, it's it's got some imagery, which isn't very pleasant. In fact, that brings me to a, a story. And I've told this story before a long time ago in a different setting. But uh, uh, back when Spencer was, you know, I, this was after it came out, but it was in the bargain bin. Now rain was. But I, I don't know if he eight, nine years old. OK, so anyway, he's going through the bargain, the bargain boxes. And, you know, and I'm letting him, you know, pick out comics to buy. And and, you know, he starts picking out the Spider-Man. And he picks up a couple of the reins, you know, which of course doesn't bother, you know, you know, I mean, my mother raised me on horror movies and science fiction and stuff, you know, and so none of that bothered me and none of it, I never, never bothered my kids either. Um, you know, Rachel, I gave the chance when she was little said, Rachel, you want to go see the animated, uh, King and I movie, or do you want to go see the X-Files movie? And without yeah. hesitation, she went X-Files. So that's my kids. But anyway, this is, so, <laughs> anyway, there's, there's this other father there with his similarly aged son. And he sees my son going through rain. And then he turns to me and he says, you know, you might want to go through that first before you let your son read it. <laughs> and I just about gave him one of the most 
uh, it discussed. It's like, I, I said, I can't believe that this guy, this guy whose advice I didn't ask for is telling me to, to, uh, you know, pre- well, JR, the internet's full of people that'll give you advice. Oh, I know that, but it's like, he's <laughs> about, about whether or not my son should read particular Spider-Man comic right. books. So man, anyway, so anyway, Hey, real quick, Milo, thank you for the super chat. My favorite show is on right now. Get in. Oh, so, where is it? I don't it? know what, what show he's watching, it? but uh, what, we're doing history. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, what channel is it on? I'll turn it on. Hey, we're, uh, we're flipping it right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, obviously, this is uh, this is Marvel's uh, and Carrie Andrews' uh, answer to uh, Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. This Absolutely. is the Dark Knight Returns for Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, this is... Um, you know, it has a lot of the same themes, but uh, uh, it's it's is not as good. <laughs> uh, and the art, I don't know if he if Andrews draws like this all the time. I don't. He he is kind of a chameleon, in my opinion. He's done some covers that are really gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, his interiors, I've not really been a fan of. Yeah, uh, but he, I. It, so I'm not familiar with his style, to be honest. But you know, if, if you don't know his style, when you open the book, you think he's trying to imitate frank miller uh in fact there's there's an an homage to miller later on in in, or in early in one of the books uh but anyway so to set the stage we're 30 years in the future all right and new york city is essentially a totalitarian society ruled by an autocratic mayor i don't know how that you get that happens independently of everything else in the rest of the country but you know that's that's one of the one little problems we have um Rain, which is the title of the book, Spider-Man Rain, actually has a double meaning. Uh, the uh, the the back in the background, it is always raining. The, the 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 atmosphere is always dark and moody and raining. And also, the rain is the uh, name for the. Um, they're not the police force, but they're the, essentially the thugs that the mayor uses to uh, maintain law and order in the city. They're called the rain as well. Yeah. Why? <laughs> absolutely no idea um but uh so anyway in this totalitarian society supposedly it's been 30 years since the last super terrorist attack and 10 years since the last super powered crime and it's all due to the wonderful uh, mayor waters uh who who's made the city safe we don't know how just take our his, the word for it the city's safer because of him but the threat of super crime and super terrorism is always lurking. So the, uh, the city is going to, in a few days is going to initiate the web W E B B the web, yep. uh, which is going to throw a, a shield of sorts mm. over New York city. And it will be permanently safe from super terrorist and super terrorist crime. Um, of course, you know, I'm thinking, did this guy, did the this mayor never read Stephen King's Under the Dome? Under the Dome, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's you, like. You've even seen the show, yeah. No, nah, yeah, it's like, mm. and, and so I'm thinking, but, you know, in a superhero movie, story or a science fiction movie, whenever a new piece <clears> of technology <throat> is at the center of the setup, you know that nothing can go wrong here. Oh. So, anyway, so. Uh, Here's you know, also in the background, we have like uh, uh, the young, these young people, kids who are basically going around, uh, you know, spraying graffiti and doing a little rabble rousing and everything, yeah. everything like that. So that just kind of in a nutshell gives you a, um, a little hint of uh, the society that we're dealing with. And then we finally meet. Then we meet the Peter Parker of this time, 30 years hence. And he is a weak, weathered, beaten down old man, you know, he is. working, working in a flower shop. I mean, and the bow tie shop, he's working in a flower shop, tacky bow tie to match. I mean, looking as absolutely as pathetic as possible. Yeah. Uh, and what has just happened is he screwed up another order the second time in two weeks. This time it was a, a wedding. The customers came in and said, well, you ordered cream roses instead of white roses. So the whole wedding is ruined. And they're and we're not going to pay for it. So, needless to say, the f- proprietor is not happy with this and fires Peter. Um, and Peter's rather upset, of course. Obviously, he's got rent to pay, and he refers to having a wife at home. All right. Well, we've kind of been given a hint that that might not be true. 
So, as he says, no money, no job, no dignity, just like the old times. And to compound his bad luck, he gets run over uh, by one of the kids running from the rain. Because earlier, as you saw, they were spraying graffiti. The rain caught him and the rain started going after him. Uh, and, you know, occasionally tasing one, you know, I mean, so you can just see the, you know, the thrill they get out of tasing little kids, you know, um, but, you know, Peter gets knocked down. Uh, but then, you know, he sees the rain starting to manhandle his kid and he says, Hey, wait a minute. But for his trouble, he gets, uh, uh, one of the rain's elbows in the face, uh, gets knocked down and gets his shoulder separated. So, I mean, it's that's for help. Uh, that, that's what happens yeah. when you help out, Peter. Yeah. That, but the thing is, and, and, and there's always a, um, and then there's this, there's this little girl. Okay. Now she is going to be one of the major protagonists of the, uh, of the story. Uh, and she said, she says, how could you let them take him? What, you know, we've got nobody to help us. How, you know, how could you, you know, sounding like, you're, you know, doing our best Greta Thun, Thunberg, you know, shame on you. And I'm thinking, well, what the hell did you expect from a 60 something year old man against, <laughs> against a football team? You know, <laughs> that just really didn't make any sense. But anyway, so, you know, then we get, and then and this is another, uh, uh, if you recall the dark in, in the dark Knight returns yeah, the part media. of the, part of the narrative was the media was a presence, uh, all the time in dark Knight returns. Well, in this story, we get these, just these two recurring journalists and to call them journalist is a, uh, it's the, yeah. Yeah. The guy who looks like a, uh, uh, a frozen face, Jimmy Olsen. And see, <laughs> the, he never, the expression never changes. I mean, basically what they, I guess what Andrews just did was just cut and pasting throughout several scenes that the guy never changes expression. And yeah. a lot of people don't have any eyes. See, they don't have any eyes, but anyway, <laughs> the, and what they are, this is the daily bugle network, but we'll find out Jonah doesn't own the bugle anymore. Um, and, and they're not really reporters. They're just government shills. They're sycophants. Um, and these are the only media people we see, which makes me wonder, wow, in New York City, you can't get another channel, you know? <laughs> I've heard of you here. Yeah, yeah I mean, else? This, is, this is one of the things of the story is I think there's just very poor world building. You know, it's mm -hmm. just like, accept this world, accept it as the way it is. And that's it. It's like, well, no, no, that's, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, as, as somebody yesterday tried to remind me when I was complaining about how New York was not accurately portrayed and somebody was trying to remind me that we're talking about a green girl and a guy who crawls. That was me. <laughs> oh, but no wonder I tuned it out. Um, you know, there, there, I mean, come on, you know, like, like I've always said, I mean, come on, we accept a guy who bitten by radioactive spider who gets spider powers. Uh, you know, we accept that. So we're kind of in for a penny, but you know, there's I, just, I a agree lot with of, what you're saying. There's just so much you can believe. You can't yeah, believe and, that there's more than just one channel. There's yeah, there's not well, more than one channel. That's all you see. And, 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 you. you know, again, and you know, everybody has left New York, you know, uh, well, I'll get, uh, actually they'll touch on that later, but you know, but anyway, the mayor is, like I said, it's an authority and he's going to throw the web over New York city and everybody's going to be safe. And it's like, how in the world are you going to do this? What, what, what has brought, what has brought New York to this? What, why are you in power? What's, what's going on? You know, we don't have any like events setting it up. Like we're not seeing like a devastating attack that killed people. In fact, they're saying like, it's been 10 years since the last superpowered incident. So why do you need the web? You know, if you've been keeping the street safe with your authoritarian police force and all the superheroes and villains have been, and you haven't seen them in 10 years, why, why do you need the web? So th that's just kind of another thing that bugs me. But anyway, the reporter who looks like a, a stone Jimmy Olsen is named <laughs> uh, is named uh, Miller Jansen, and as you know from you know your Dark Knight uh, you Dark Knight fans, the writers of the or the co-creators were Frank Miller and Claus Jansen. That's yeah. There you go. So now I'm not sure the oh, other the, the woman is named Var Jones. And I don't, I'm guessing that VAR is a reference to Lynn Varley, who is Frank Miller's wife and who was the colorist.
who is this colorist essentially uh, who works for him. So I'm assuming that it's so that I, so I'm assuming that's a reference to Frank Miller's wife. Uh, but anyway, in five days, you know, Mayor Waters is going to flip the switch. The web is going to come on and everybody is going to be safe. But one of the things that the city had to do was in order for the web to work efficiently, they had to take down all the metal objects on top of the roofs and everything, particularly crosses and church bells. Church bells. Uh-oh. So, uh, symbiotes like that. Ah, geez, <laughs> ah, <God. laughs> you know, I've been late, ladies and gentlemen. Ring a ding ding, baby. I, I, I apologize. Oh, already? Now, 15 yeah. minutes in, you're apologizing for me. Well, Thank I you. apologize it for you. I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously, I'm assuming most of you, the, the, the people out there, boys and girls, the fans, have read Spider Man Rain, and there's no surprises. But, you know, this happens all the time. My build up gets through, and I'm leading you through. I'm leading you through and building you up and helping you. And you the know, corn, Brad. Yeah. Oh. And then, and then Brad, you know, turns, throws it to the crowd. I'm, I'm Lucy, and you're Charlie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now and, and here's and here's um then the next scene uh is uh where's Matt Murdoch's I don't know, we don't even know if Murdoch's still alive. I mean that's the thing. You know, that that's really a poor thing because we don't know why everybody left. We don't know if they're dead or where at least in like Dark Knight Returns, for example, you knew what had happened. Basically the government had cracked down on the superheroes and, you know, Batman and Superman have a couple lines of dialogue that explain what happened here. You have no idea. Okay. But anyway, the next scene is, uh, the, is the mayor and okay. Look, look, see that little, that skinny little dweeb back there. That guy is named, no, not that, not that desiccated, uh, person, but <laughs> this oh. skinny little dweeb sacks. His name is sacks. S a K S. Okay, he's the mayor's right-hand man. He's going to be very important. Now you can go to the uh, desiccated guy. Okay, so this guy is sitting here, and he's obviously, the mayor has had him in prison for the last 10 years, and he's been feeding him, and he's been fed only by an intravenous drip. So, you know, the mayor is tormenting him by eating solid food and putting solid food in front of him. And basically, like, and this guy has just, basically, he's just a, piles of skin on bones. They never say who he is. Oh, but, I know. I'm guessing. But no, I mean, but but you do know who he is, right, Brad? Go ahead. It would be it's, Kingpin, right? It's the Kingpin. And, right. But the thing is, they don't say that. And it had they had to admit it. In, they had to say it in you know, like, like in like the letters page of some, or, or an interview or something. Yeah. That's a Kingpin. We just didn't say who it was. No. And, yeah. and you don't see him in the story again. So, you know, I don't know if, for example, that Andrews was already setting up a sequel. Um, we will find out, but, uh, or, or again, one of those things where the story was, was, was poorly plotted and planned out. And it's like, Oh crap. I got no, I don't have enough time to resolve this. I have no idea, but anyway, but the Kingpin's come back in the sequel, but like I said, this is the Kingpin, but we weren't told it was the Kingpin at the time. So it's just this very odd one page scene with no other reference, you know, and you're sitting there going, what the blank is this for? So (laughs) anyway, uh, okay. We go back to Peter's, uh, miserable little apartment, you know, and he's cooking himself up some gruel and, uh, he's obviously talking to Mary Jane. And see, she's silent, you know, and so he starts screaming at her. Uh, go up one more. I think we actually see, quote unquote, see Mary Jean. Up, up? Yeah, go up a little bit. Um, as far as I can go up. Ne- oh, I'm sorry. Okay, maybe it's the next page. I don't know. That might be the. Oh, mind. there she is. Yeah, there she is. Okay, now, you know something's wrong right already, you know. <laughs> uh, one, she, lo- <laughs> she looks like skin and bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, then, you know. But anybody who's what who's reading this knows she ain't there, you know. Uh, she's not there. Uh, she's dead. Uh, so that's that's not really much of a much of a surprise there. Yeah. Uh, so you know, Peter is either hallucinating, and he does this all through the story. He's either hallucinating or he's just starting to go crazy. Uh, so Mayor Waters then has a conference where he's going to announce. He says, "All oh, these super terrorists are going to try to shut down the web before we can turn it on." So I am suspending the electoral process. He's postponing all the elections, uh, and it's because your safety is more important than outdated government tradition. 
you know, so I'm sitting there. What? What the? How? Well, what? Nobody, you know, how is this happening? How can this be happening without any additional context? But, you know, Andrews is making a political statement. You know, he's he's this actually came out very time, very close to the time of Civil War, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the writers wanted to were, were I, I don't know. There, a lot of writers were obsessed with this idea that everybody, all of you people, you were all sheep and you were going to willingly give up your freedom to be safe. I don't know who said that. I don't know anyone who believes that, but the writers at Marvel at the time were convinced that you, in fact, Spider-Man gives a big speech about it, you know, but that you are willing to give up all your freedoms to be safe. So that's, that's kind of the, the, the crux of this story. And, and, and again, it's one of those things like where it just leaves me scratching my head saying, how did this world come? And it distracts from the story. Cause I'm sitting there thinking, how did this world come into being? It's not making any sense. Yeah. Real um, quick, Thank you, Walter, for the super chat. Sorry for being late. I figure if JR couldn't drink something to help this lumpy age milk of a comic, I use that term loosely. I figure I would do it for him. So there you go. <laughs> oh, well, am I, uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. He says the well, book's old and, and lumpy and it's, well, and, and, but no, but uh, Mountain Dew will take care of it here. Let me take another swing. Oh, by the way, since we're on a Mountain Dew kick, have you seen that PepsiCo has released these in cans now? The Baja oh, have- Blast Zeros. I have you like not. The, the Baja Blast from Taco Bell. It's very, I, uh, I've had the Baja Blast. I, I don't know. I'm trying to, I, their, 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 their flavors have left me uh, like purple thunder and voltage. Um, they've all, it's like, I want to like them, but I just, they just don't, they just don't. Anyway, do back, I mean, back to making anyway. it rain. Sorry. Yeah, anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> thank you. Walter, all right. By the way. So anyway, so we go to, uh, and yes, thank you, Walter. It's always good to hear from you. Um, so then the scene goes to the streets where a crazy old man in a walker with a walker is just screaming, um, in fact, I, 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 I was always thinking, yeah, rejects, liars, monkeys, meat puppets, you know, too- just, you know, <laughs> and, and, and for those of you, and, and of course, you know, I'm going to play into the hands of some of my detractors over the years and bring up Star Trek. If any of you watch the city on the edge of forever, where Dr. McCoy gets, you know, accidentally injects himself with a drug that drives him crazy. And he comes into, you know, he goes into the past and he comes out of the time portal and that's what he's doing. He just stands in and screams murders, <laughs> you know? So that's what this reminded okay. me of. So anyway, this, 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 this is a crazy old man. And then while Peter is, uh, let's see here. Do, 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 yeah. do, do. Peter's oh, okay. Actually. Yes. Now we, we, <laughs> we, we got to have this scene. Peter is imagining having sex with Mary Jane. Then he decides to sit up in his bed with no buck naked. And I don't know if further reprints have shown this, but uh, go to the next page. Um, It was, it was kind of a controversy. Oh, oh, okay. It was blurred. It's blurred. Okay. It's (laughs) definitely blurred. Okay. (laughs) Thank God. I you cannot shut I us can, down. I cannot. Nope. Sh- well, I mean, I cannot show you. Oh, you're uh, not blurred, in your but comics? it's not blurred in the original printing. <laughs> you're clearly seeing his giblets. No, you're seeing and, his web shooter. <laughs> yeah, and it's like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, wow. you just sit there and you go. I mean, well, I'm not a prude. Okay, you know. No. I mean, not in the slightest. But it's like, I. I what were you I, thinking? I, I'm buying a comic book and like, I, you want to show me a 60 year old man's, you know, you know, uh, uh, it's like, so I don't know, just somebody thinks they're being smart, funny and clever, but, but it, but, uh, I, but, uh, um, when it's been reprinted and, uh, on digital, at least <laughs> it's yeah. blurred out. So I guess somebody got the message. Well, anyway, there's a knock at the door. Peter goes to it and it's the crazy old man. However, this crazy old man happens to be one J. Jonah J. Jameson. Jameson. Yeah. Who's How probably are you, a, my boy? Glad you put on pants. Who's yeah, <laughs> who's got a I mean, I mean, look at that guy. I mean, you know, if 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 I saw that face at the door, I'd run screaming. I mean, that's that's, that's <laughs> terrifying. That's a Halloween mask. But you know, that's just typical. Everybody in this book is ugly, oh. ugly and unrecognizable. Um so but basically, you know, Jonah is knows that Peter is Spider-Man by this time. And, and it's uncertain whether or not Peter is, is 
his identity has been exposed for all. There's hints that it has been, but then, then, then you know, maybe it's not. So it's kind of fuzzy whether or not everybody knows that Peter is Spider-Man, but Jonah knows. And Jonah is, is once again getting back in the game. You know, Jonah wants him to get back in the superhero game. Yeah, J- Peter looks over the Jonah. Um, and what's funny is because Jonah says, I didn't think you could age. Thought you'd be 20 forever. Which, oh, yeah. to me, and this is another reason why, I guess symbolically, it's supposed to also be that the years have just weighed so heavily on him. But I always thought Peter would age slower than yeah. Everybody else. I just thought he would like, you know, him, people like him and Osborne who, who have regenerate, their blood has regenerative powers. I just thought, I mean, I didn't think he'd live to be like 200 or 300, but I figured he would age much slower. Uh, in fact, uh, Wolverine. Why? Well, Wolverine's virtually immortal, isn't he? Or, or, uh, he he ages very slowly. I see. Like he was born in the 1800s. Yeah. So I don't figure Peter would age that slowly, but I mean, I would think that, you know, he'd probably live to be like a hundred. 130, you know, something like that. But, but, um, the best story I saw on that though was, uh, or not the best story, but most representative of what I thought would happen to Peter is a backup story that I believe JMD Mateus wrote, um, where there's this old man talking to his like great, great grandson. Uh, and it turns out that it's Spider-Man, but this spider, you know, and he's, he's, you know, he, he got outed and he's in witness protection or whatever, but he refers to everybody, you know, his wife being dead and, you know, and he's got a great, great grandchild or whatever, but this to me, you know, that illustrates, yeah, he's going to age much slower. He's going to outlive. And that's part of the tragedy. He's going to outlive everybody he loves. So even if he, even, even if he protects him through life, he's going to, he's still going to outlive everybody and you're going to be going to be left alone. But anyway, that's so, but, uh, Peter doesn't, you know, Peter doesn't want to have anything to do with Jonah, uh, shuts the door in his face, but Jonah leaves him a package, which turns out to be one of Peter's old cameras. And it happens to be wrapped in a black cloth. And, and this is kind of funny though, too. One of my cameras left behind is their film inside. You know, and I haven't taken a snapshot in a decade. Well, it's funny. I mean, this is 2000, you know, written in 2000. This is supposed to be 30 years in the future. You know, at that time, it'd be in the between 2030s. We don't use film now anymore. Right now, do we? (laughs) We we have. How long has it been since you took a? It took a picture. Ever since I got an iPhone, I've not done it. (laughs) I know. So you know, once we, you know, so like in the, so actually, not long after this time, I mean, essentially, film cameras were almost obsolete. Um, at least for the common person. At least for the common. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm sure that it it still is used. And but anyway, but it's just. It's all digital it's just, almost. Yeah. It's just kind of funny that like, even now before we reach that future, everything is digital. But anyway, it's wrapped in a black cloth. And then when Peter sees what the cloth is, he starts going spastic and sweating and oh, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. All right. So anyway, Joan is not done causing trouble. So he takes his walker out and he starts bashing a car, you know, with his walker, crazy old man, you know, and uh, the rain catch up with him and um, they're beating him up. And start, well, Jonah, I mean, originally they don't want to, but Jonah decides to pick a fight with them. So they decide to uh, teach him some manners. And then up in the sky. Is it a bird? Is it a senior citizen? No, it's some old man man in his his underwear. (laughs) (laughs) In a Spider-Man mask. Is he just floating there? Is he floating? And, uh, what is I'm that? Sure Jesus? What is I mean, there's his apartment building, so I'm assuming he just jumped off his apartment building, you know. And <laughs> I mean, but he's there in his underwear and his socks, and he's it's just like well, the alternative of the uh, uncanny nude Spider-Man is is much better. It's not as not as what am I saying? <laughs> it's the alternative is better. What the hell, Jr. Well, I don't know. We, not well, as good. No, we, don't, we don't want to see his giblets anyway, but it's like oh, there, he's there's a diaper a sc- man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you, go. Uh, you know, what's so, on his arms? What's what's on that? Oh, it's a cat. No, he broke his. Yeah. Um, I thought that he separated his shoulder because it said he heard his shoulder pop. But uh, so but I don't know, maybe he broke his arm or something. But uh, but uh, I mean, it obviously happened in that confrontation with the rain. Yeah. Like I said, uh, that's that, that's one of the things that confused me. He said it was his shoulder, but anyway, check out, check out these socks, Jr. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> Pull them up, brother. 
I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's like, like I guess he, he, he was so old and frail. He couldn't pull up his damn socks. You I know? don't know. He's not that old and frail. Look at this. Yeah. He's beating up, he's beating up the rain, but he can't pull up his own socks. Wizard uh, of Oz socks says Milo. <laughs> well, I, yeah, those are the socks Norman Osborne wears under his boots, you know, because Norman's got like little boots with the little pointy whatever so those are those are probably like norman socks so anyway so spider-man you know so he's having a uh you know he's taking down the rain pretty good and the rain says one of them says we chased your kind out of this city a long time ago one of the few hints of, of, of what went on but anyway and earlier jonah jonah had said that robbie and everybody else had left the city and that he and peter were the only two stupid enough to remain why did they leave the city? I'm assuming because it became a totalitarian society, but if, is it just New York that's totalitarian or is it everywhere else? Because if it's everywhere, everywhere, if the whole country is, is under an authoritarian state, where is there to go? But again, that's not important, you know, for any of our, anyway, during, during this fight, you know, Peter starts having hallucinations again. And I believe what this is meant to represent is he, his confrontation with, the original burglar who killed uncle Ben. And actually it kind of has, it, it has more vibes with the uh, first Toby Maguire movie it does. Than, it, than it does with, with the, the comic book origin, but I, I, it's never explicitly stated, but I think this is supposed to represent um, his confrontation, final confrontation with the burglar. The burglar falls out the window and the cops yep. just assume Spider-Man pushed him out. So anyway, and then also, you know, Peter has the usual hallucinations, you know, Aunt May, Mary Jane, Uncle Ben. Yeah, Uncle Ben's had better days, you know. And <laughs> but you know, he got how, shot in the head. Jesus. How he which didn't happen in the comics. I mean, no. he was shot, he was shot in the chest. I mean, he, you know, which would have, you know, I mean, which would have killed a 60, 70 year old man anyway. This so, is an alternate universe, so yeah, yeah. So um, so anyway, so he's see he's having his usual hallucinations. Then Jonah, you know, then he sees Jonah. And, um, you know, Jonah tells Peter, you know, that, well, you know, you were the reason I sold the bugle years ago because I deal in truth and you made a liar out of me. Um, you know, I guess by, by finding out that he was Spider-Man. Right. Uh, so, but, but now Jonah wants him to come back. The city needs the Needs fans him. demanded you yeah. and Spider-Man to come back, Jr. <laughs> and but 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 the reason they he, Jonah wants him to come back is they are coming. Okay. So, but Peter just slugs Jonah, just pops him. Whether he's a hundred years old or not, Jonah Peter uh, give. Uh, uh, I am. Clock, yeah, I am. I am. Jonah. And then he walks away like he just put the trap uh, the suit in the trash can. Yep, there. yep. So <laughs> end, end yeah, of chapter one. Chapter <clears throat> one. All right. Yeah. Eight, now eight. Uh, you know again, like I like I've said, you know, I, I, I already I'm not caring for this story. You know, like I said, Mainly because it's so ugly. It's just so it, it's it, like a downer. It's such so ugly and well, yeah. It's 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 very it's very it's ugly to look at. I mean, again, art is very subjective. You know. And as I've always said, I can't draw a straight line with a straight edge. So I'm not really a good judge of somebody's artistic talent, but I just don't like this story. I mean, even the dark night, I don't think was this dark. Yeah. Uh, the people are all hideous, yeah. you know, it's just, and, and like I said, I didn't expect an old Peter Parker, for example, to, you know, have a retirement home in Florida and the Hamptons and things like that. But I, you know, this wasn't, you know, I just wasn't interested in reading yet another story where he's a beat up, broken down, broken person, you know, and, and plagued by, you know, that he's failed everybody, you know, that again, it's Walter a core says part. They're coming for a social security check. Yeah. That's where it's coming. All right. Issue two. Oh, well, issue two. So, yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, of course, you know, uh, somebody was taking pictures because Jonah now is, has published, or it's not really published, but he's pushing illegal material, you know? So he printed up a bunch of flyers, uh, with, uh, with, uh, Spider-Man's image, you know, that he's coming, you know, that he's come, that he's here and that he's come back. Uh, and we see here now that, you know, the rabble rousing children, uh, Jonah is clearly, is clearly working, uh, working with them. Um, now the mayor is obviously upset that Spider-Man has returned uh and sacks 
you know, you know, and then when Sack starts talking about what they need to do, it's clear that Sachs is the one who's really in charge. Okay. So um, he's the one who's actually running things. And so he takes the mayor to, you know, I mean, if we're going to catch the spider, we've got to release some flies. So he takes him to the, the prison under the building. And that's where the center six are. Okay. <laughs> now, center. yeah, the center six. Now, Part of the, I'm, I'm assuming part of the reason is because as as the story unfolds later, we'll see that two of the original members of the Sinister Six are not there any, are not part of that team anymore. They were replaced by two others. But so anyway, the, so they're going to send and uh, and as it becomes an important plot point later, uh, they've all got like explosive devices implanted, and if they go off the ranch, uh, the mayor just press a button and blow them up. So, but if they bring in Spider Man, then they'll be set free outside the web. Once the web is uh, turned on, which is another thing. It's like, okay, so you turn the web on where nothing can get in and nothing can go out. It's like, does that make sense to completely cut yourself off? I mean, what are you going to do? Turn Central Park into a big garden? (laughs) Is that how you're going to feed everybody? I, uh, again, it didn't, I really didn't, uh, again, understand exactly the the world building here. Uh, But, you know, Peter, of course, now is panicking because uh, now that he's been seen, you know, he he starts packing. He wants to leave town and he's yelling at an imaginary Mary Jane to start packing. We go to Jonah. Here, let me show you some of those pictures of him yelling at Mary Jane. I got to get out of here, Mary Jane. Let me yeah, shave he shaves. He decides to, yeah. And again, I mean, this is pathetic. He's just, he's, you know, I mean, yelling at old man, yelling at clouds. Um, he, he's just a, he's just, he's, he's just a pathetic, miserable person. And, you know, I don't like hanging around him. Uh, but anyway, we're in, reintroduced to this, uh, the young girl we've talked about before. And, and there's a young boy who says, Hey, you know, I noticed that you've been like, you know, ca- causing trouble like the rest of us. So, Hey, come on, follow me. I got something for you. Uh, and of course, Oh, you know, but it turned, you know, creepy, creepy little boy tell him, you know, what need to follow, follow him in a dark alley. But it turns out that he leads her to a church. And at the church, it's J. Jonah Jameson at the pulpit, Um, you know, and Jonah, Jonah gives a hint, you know, and he's got a church bell behind him. uh, And he gives a hint that, you know, he saw he left the city and then he saw the web going up and he knew and then he found out they were coming. So he had to come back. And, and, and try to uh, uh, save the city. But anyway, it's just the anyway. But when the web is turned on, they will be trapped in a cage and the devil will feast on their souls. So yeah. it all sounds like gibberish now, but it'll make sense in a couple of issues. Is um, the devil in the sky. Yeah. Okay. So the young boy, the young boy who we see, he was in, he, who, who led the, the girl into the, the church. He's sitting by Jonah in a computer and he's going to hack into the, the network. He's going to have. Uh, and so then the image of Spider-Man, you know, coming back is now broadcast all over, all over the city. And not only that, but Peter's address is, is put up there too. Uh, you know, Jonah is taking some very, uh, extreme measures to get Peter to come back. So he gives it, so he gives out his address as well. Um, anyway, yeah, apartment seven. 51, 51 51st Street, Street West. West. Yeah. 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 Man, like, man. Wow. Even the little boy eating cereal. If <laughs> he sees it. Yeah. There's no cartoons anymore. So, but then actually one of my favorite scenes in the book, yeah. and I actually kind of like this and I wish they'd done a little more of it, I know who but uh, one of Spidey's old villains has not left the city like the rest of them or yeah. isn't dead. And he's go- he's coming back and, you know, he says, if Spider-Man's back, he's going to need some help. So this old dude's going to help Spider-Man out. And he is none other than the Hypno-Hustler. Hypno-Baby. Oh, that a mask? Oh, Rain is going to fall hard on that sucker. Yeah. So, Gather round, people. He's still, you gotta got start his, sh- he, he's still got his hypnotic powers, so he puts his tape in his boom box. And yeah. Get you know, he's, he says, New York is going to dance, and the rain starts dancing. <laughs> so, you know, it's... <laughs> I, I like this, but then his oh, batteries, look at this. Look the at batteries oh. go dead no, and, hip yeah, no. and, and the rain ventilate him and, and blow oh, him away, hip no. which, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, 
or hypno. That, that's what it's, that's what this totalitarian society would do. I kind of hate to see. I really did kind of like that idea that there might be other. I see this story had potential. I mean, it, it had potential. You know, you can and and like when another villain who sort of comes back. Uh, you know, it's like I, I begin, you know, you begin to realize that maybe in some of these people's old age, they begin to realize that they actually had more in common with Spider-Man than they thought. But yeah. again, you know, something that's never, um, you know, was never explored. But anyway, Peter is still trying to convince imaginary Mary Jane to to pack and flee. And then we see the rain outside of his apartment with a bazooka shooting a missile into his apartment. So um, everything goes white for three pages. You know, just, yeah, he's imagining Mary Jane staring out the window. So, oh, I hate that kind of crap. <laughs> what? Oh. I hate that kind of crap. But anyway, during all this delusion Peter's going through, he almost up unconsciously changes into Spider-Man, the black suited Spider-Man. And, and he starts, you know, he starts taking down the rain and, you know, you hear like, oh, the city's been safe from men in masks for 30 years. And, oh, my God, we haven't seen anything like this in 30 years. And again, it's kind of like, so so why do you have the web? Why do you need the web then? Uh, but as you can see, the center six show up um, and, and, and old, poor old Spidey is overwhelmed. Yeah. But you do you see that. Sense. Yeah, you do see that one of the members is Scorpion. So, like I said, a couple of them have been replaced, and that becomes actually kind of an important element later on. Um, so Craven, I mean, they just, you know, they're, they're too much for him, Spider-Man. Uh, beat him to a pulp. Craven unmasks Spider-Man uh, and, uh, you know, reveals him just to be a tired old man. And when all appears to be lost... You know, and, and it's funny because the story actually ma it's almost makes it's almost like a meta reference to a Deus Ex Machina, the the God Here, Machine. Here's your Dark Knight reference. Another one coming up. You ready? Here okay. it is. Yep. But uh, this is obviously, you know, uh, you, you saw the you saw some metal rescue uh, uh, bashing the center six. So obviously, Doctor Octopus has come to Spider Man's rescue. All right. The web is turned on and Doc Ock has taken Peter to the cemetery and dropped him at the graves of Aunt May, Uncle Ben, and Mary Jane. Yep. So Ends end, end of chapter two. All right. Two. All right. Let's get the three. Let me part three. All right. Part three begins with Peter. You know, he goes through a page or so of his self-pity routine, but quickly we go to the mayor's office. And here is where the story actually does kind of pick up a little bit. Uh, Jonah has been taken to the mayor's office and he slashes, you know, the, the mayor's throat with a knife and blood spurts out. Now this is like, well, you know, Jonah was nuts and crazy, but I mean, he's violent, he's murderous. But here's the thing. Jonah didn't expect this guy to bleed. Mm -hmm. You know, but then he turns to sacks, you know, and he realize, and he says, there you are. And Sax says, yes. So <laughs> it's, so we don't know. And then Jonah tries to stab him, uh, but it just goes right through and, and Sax is unaffected. Again, we've not, it's, we're getting hit. We're getting hints here. Exactly what Sax is. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so. Anyway, anyway, so then we go back to the cemetery, and it turns out that Doc Ock is dead, <laughs> and it is his. He looks corpse. dead. <laughs> <laughs> it is his corpse. Oh, uh, oh, the arms! His, his rotting corpse, still attached to the arms yeah. that came back for Spider-Man, because as Doc Ock lay dying, and he saw what was happening in the world that you know the age of gods was ending. You know, and he saw all the heroes and villains die or go away. And so before he died, he programmed his arms to go find Spider-Man. You know, so I guess when Spider-Man reappeared, the arms woke up, carried woke up. Doc Ock's rotting corpse out and rescued Spider-Man. Well, during this time, Doc Ock also rips Mary Jane's coffin out of the grave and breaks it open. And you see Mary Jane's corpse. <laughs> fall to the ground ever making it rain 
this is just fun, boys and girls. Isn't this just fun? So then people out of their coffins. And, and and now we're coming to the we're now we're coming to the the notorious moment. Peter is at um Mary Jane's deathbed. We have a flashback to Mary Mary Jane's deathbed. Uh Peter hears gunshots. She's dying. He hears gunshots, but he's got to change the Spider-Man. Uh, but even as she's dying, she's telling him to go and she says, go get him tiger. Um, so, but then he hears, but then we go back to the present and now here it is. Whoops. Yeah. There it is. Uh, Read it to me. The doctors didn't understand how it happened, how you had been poisoned with radioactivity, how your body slowly became riddled with cancer. I did. I was am filled with radioactive blood and not just blood, every fluid touching me, loving me. Ah, 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 ah. Don't stop there, Brad. Oh, oh God, there. I want to stop we're there. Building, oh, no, we're building the crescendo like a spider. Well, loving me killed you like a spider crawling up inside your body and laying a thousand eggs of cancer. Ah. I killed you. Ah. All right. Oh. 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 Oh, what's he doing? Kisses her? Yeah, no, he... yeah, I mean it's like oh god. <laughs> or or just is he imagining? Does he bite her? What kissing? is he doing? I don't know. Maybe and she's biting him. She's a, maybe she's the maybe she's the first Marvel zombie. Oh, I don't know. God, stop. Make the, make it stop. But, <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, just like you know, so you just sit there and you just go, oh come on now. And and come I paid now. and I paid how much for this in two thousand seven? Probably two three ninety-nine. Yeah, three ninety-nine in two thousand seven. Imagine what and it's just imagine what you'd pay for it now. And the only thing different about it is is maybe the quality of the pages and the slightly harder uh stock before the cover. But anyway, no. uh, now but you can't stop reading now, folks, because we still got an issue and a half to go. All right. Right. Well, in the interim, like I said, the web has been turned on. We go back to the mayor's office and we find out what sex really is. It's venom. All right. And it's not just venom inhabiting somebody's body and, and bonded with them. It's actually venom masquerading as a human being, masquerading as sex, impersonating him. And, you know, he refers to Eddie, uh, you know, uh, so Eddie is obviously dead, but he refers to him. And, uh, you know, he's the newest symbiote and says that he's still a part of him. Um, and he tells, you know, he tells the mayor to initiate phase two and the mayor says, open the door, open the door, open the door. Now here, now the last two issues had scenes that I thought would have been cool for a movie. All right. So everyone's watching the web <clears throat> turn on and then they see this big strike, like a lightning strike. And then they, they think what they see are bodies falling from the sky, but they're not bodies. <laughs> they're symbiotes, like plop, plop, plop. And then they start, uh, Feasting. Here you go. There's there's some symbiotes. Plop plop, yep. fizz fizz. Everyone yep. gets and one. They start in like the blob. They start eating people. Eating. Hey, let's York. go to the church. Maybe well, that'll help that, us. Well, that's <laughs> so she runs to the church, um, and you know the um, the uh, the girl gets to the church and gets to the bell and starts ringing it. Because apparently Jonah had said the bells would save them. So she starts ringing the bell and the symbiotes start retreating. Um, so the kids, all the, the kids once the, that haven't been eaten by now, uh, the kids, and I don't know how they do this, but they pick the bell up and they start carrying the bell to the tower and ringing the tower or ringing, ringing it in front of the tower, which is supposedly, you know, stopping the symbiotes. But it's kind of like, oh, wait a minute, you know. Uh, can they all uh, it's just like how can this one bell have the effect of affecting all these symbiotes you know who probably have spread all over new york by now but anyway that's not important i guess um anyway we so we go back to peter who has now crawled inside mary jane's coffin jesus uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll just take a nap right here. Yeah. So he crawls inside Mary and, you know, so he's laying there, you know, and he's going, I can't stand, you know, I wish those bells would stop making noise, you know? And I, for whatever reason, I guess it inspires him, but he says, you do a costume change too. Well, he says, <laughs> go back up, go up a little bit here. Uh, because he says the day she died, I didn't just bury her. I buried the red and blues. So he buried his original Spider-Man costume with Mary Jane. And then he starts singing his theme the song, song, which yeah, <laughs> whenever there's bang yep. up, whenever there's a bang up. Oh, Oh, that's not a Spider-Man, but it, it's again, that's his, that, you know, it's it just funny that, uh, that that is now his i mean by this time we'd had the first movie and you know it's 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 funny how that became the unofficial or actually i guess it's more or less the official theme song of spider-man it is it so, is look at this know, looks like the juggernaut got a hold of this yeah thing, you know? yeah it's like yeah venom's inhabiting venom took over the juggernaut yeah um so venom senses that spider-man is coming and the center six arrive or prepare for his arrival in the tower um, and then we, we start seeing a, one of the captains of the rain now, and he becomes an important player later on. We don't, you know, we don't know why right now, but, but the thing is though, you can't re you don't recognize him, which is how bad this art is because you should, you don't, rec be, you you don't recognize be, Peter Parker, even when it was yeah. modern day, Peter, Parker. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean. But I mean, but you should be able to recognize him, but you don't until, oh, so anyway, that's guy. the end that, yeah, guy. that guy, yeah. that guy's very important. Um, okay. So, so that's part, issue three. Number four part is for the last one. Spider-Man uh, arrives at the tower. The bell keeps ringing. The symbiotes uh, are, are, are screaming in pain. Um, then Venom orders Cover. the mayor. Yeah, that was a, take, take, taking a bite out of fighting. Yeah. So yeah, Venom, where, where orders are you? what's happening? The Spider-Man, what? What's where, where are you in the story? You're like, I, I just started basically. Okay, um, so Spider-Man goes to the, he, he, he arrives at the tower. Uh, the center six are getting ready for him. Uh, Venom orders the mayor to stop the noise. And the mayor relays the order to, <clears throat> to the captain of the rain who ha he addresses as Sandman. So, <laughs> you know, and of course the Sandman, the Sandman, Sandman, please stop yeah, those he says, bells. <laughs> he says, wait a minute. The bells are the only thing stopping all these people from being eaten. You know, he doesn't quite realize that this is all, you know, uh, and it's like, and besides it's mostly kids, you know, you want, you want me to kill a bunch of kids and you know, the mayor goes, they're terrorists, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, um, so Sandman, you know, goes to the, uh, you know, goes into the midst of the kids and he confronts the girl who is clearly leading the charge. And when she takes off her mask, he recognizes her as his daughter. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's kind of like, really? <laughs> what? I mean, there's all kinds of, I mean, you talk about plot, uh, plot devices. Uh, even though Dan Slott said he didn't have any baby making parts, if you, if you recall. <laughs> um, but apparently he created a kid and she turns herself into cement. All right. Well, then the rest of the rain, you know, just absolutely freak out because, you know, a superpowered oh, person. Here, here, here is I can there. let me show you a picture of the cement kid. Yeah. Sandman so kid. So they're, yep. yeah, they're freaking out because, you know, again, they didn't realize that there were super, they hadn't seen superpowered people in a long time. And literally they just, they just cut her to shreds yeah. uh, with the bullets. Uh, and, you know, she's all broken and Sandman is trying to get her to fuse herself together. Uh, but she's, she's dying. Spider-Man breaks into the tower. He confronts Electro and Hydro-Man, uh, and Hydro-Man, uh, as you, is, is another one of the six. Now, as you can see, Sandman is not one of the six. Sandman's one of the captains of the rain. Uh, for whatever reason, hold, hold on. What? This is Hydro-Man? <laughs> yeah, that's Hydro-Man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He looks now, like an icicle. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the thing. I mean, and when you see what happens next, it's like, why would Electro and Hydro Man ever team up? Why? <laughs> well, I mean, and then Spider Man webs Electro and throws him right into Hydro Man. And, uh, fry, and, fries, him, and fries him both. <laughs> like, I, that's so, the last guy I do a team up with, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, God. here, I'll just, you know, here, I'll, uh, I'll just douse gas on myself and light myself with fire on fire and scare you. Right. You know, uh, who, 
So, but anyway, I don't know. Spider-Man doesn't have any compunction about killing now. So these guys are up because these guys are obviously fried. Uh, and the scorpion attacks and Spider-Man kicks him out the window. Yeah, but he, he, what, what kind of move is this, Spidey? It's like butt first. What are you going to hit him? In oh, the you butt? and butts again. You <laughs> and butts again. Look at that. That's an awkward looking fight. No, see? no, no. Uh, lady, boys and girls, you know, uh, re, uh, uh, go watch yesterday's show if you're a Patreon member. And, you know, as Brad, for some reason, decides to talk about buttholes. Oh, uh, hey, hey, but, no, I didn't talk about that. Yeah, 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 you go did. Ahead, yeah, go you ahead. did. You talked about butt. Anyway, so the scorpion, you know, the scorpion gets kicked out of the window and, and plunges to his death. I mean, you know, not shedding any tears. Uh, so Sandman is, but and then he turns to Mysterio, and of course, Mysterio tries to put on an illusion that it's Mary Jane. And see, this is what I obviously somebody else, you know, other people know that Peter is Spider-Man. How else could they come up with the Mary Jane illusion? But anyway. Uh, but Peter knows what it is and he smacks, I mean, he, he crushes Mysterio's face and he does have a good line. He says, never dress up like a dead man, like a wife's, a, a man's dead wife, unless he pays you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. All well, right. Sa Sandman's trying to get him, his daughter to put herself back together. She can't do it. She dies. Dumpty. Um, and, um, you know, and then, you know, so she dies. Spider-Man meets Craven. Craven, um, uh, Mysterio has ejected a tot or during his illusion, he sprayed a toxin into the air. Craven thinks this is just a wonderful thing. You know, he says, because some African warriors took toxic mushrooms, you know, before a fight, because the element of fear, uh, what is it? The element of fear will be on their side then. Okay. Whatever. Well, Spider-Man just, you know, he says, oh, okay. Uh, and he pulls his mask up and decides to inhale. And he and so he starts seeing the illusions, but he doesn't let him bother him anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, Craven, on the other hand, sees a giant rhino, <laughs> uh, which actually turns out to be for real, turns out to be Spider-Man just emptying 16 web cartridges on Craven and, um, uh, and, and capturing him. So Sandman's daughter dies. Uh, and the bells, and now the bells are no longer ringing. So the symbiotes start crawling up the tower towards Spider-Man. Um, Sandman decides he's going to stand. Sandman decides he's going to make his last stand. Uh, and he goes to the mayor and he says, you have something I want. Okay. So now, Spider-Man confronts Venom, fully expecting this to be his last battle because he says, Mary Jane, I'll be home with you soon, blah, blah. Venom goes into his motives, which basically was because Spider-Man brought him for this, you know, because Spider-Man released him from the uh, the turd dispensing machine <laughs> in Secret Wars number eight. Uh, I was I was lonely, Peter. Yeah. I was so, happy being a turd in a miniseries. Yeah, yeah I was... Uh, uh, <laughs> You know, yeah, because as when we do Secret Wars during the summer, boys and girls, yes, yeah. it's a turd dispensing machine. <laughs> uh, but uh, but basically, he says, "Oh, you brought me to this planet and abandoned me, and I was lonely, so I decided to have some relatives over for dinner." Um, okay, so um, and then Peter has an illusion uh, that he, he sees Mary Jane. Yeah. But, and this actually is a line I like. Okay. Let's see here where he, and I want to make sure I, I didn't write all the, I didn't I got it. I got it right okay, here. Yeah. You. Because, it, it, and the one reason I like this is because it, per, sometimes a writer just captures something perfectly that, and something in a way you never thought of before. And I remember Emma Stone when she was Gwen Stacy saying that, well, the difference between Gwen and Mary Jane was that, Gwen loved Peter just because he was Peter, whereas Mary Jane loves only loved Spider-Man Peter because he was Spider-Man, which we know is not true. You know that she doesn't love him just because he's Spider-Man. But here is why she loves him, and it's I, I think it's that's a, a pretty good line. I, do I think it is line. a terrific line, Peter. Yep. I didn't fall in love with you because you could put your fist through Flash Thompson's skull. I fell in love with you because you could, but chose not to. Yeah. So it's good not. Line. It's not the superpowers. It's the man. Spider-Man is the costume. The hero is Peter Parker. Yeah, and that's, that's so, it, and again, it aggravated me because I, again, I, you know, these uh, Hollywood people aren't 
the brightest in the bunch, but it just bugged me to say that she said that because that is absolutely not true. And anybody who is familiar with the Spider-Man mythos knows that is not true. Um, anyway, so spider, uh, so Spider-Man, you know, girds oh, his loins. Hold to on. Go, back and, go get him, tiger. You know what that him, means? Tiger. It's on. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so, you know, he decides to uh, fight the symbiotes, you know, and, you know, we get about three or four pages of symbiote fights, but one of the things I thought was cool, which again, if this were a movie and it were under the right hands, you know, all the symbiotes, hundred, a hundred symbiotes crawling up the tower to get the Spider-Man to get the Spider-Man. And I thought Here. that would be an awesome that scene. Is cool. And, and so he decides to, but the Sandman comes in, you know, when Spider-Man's fighting and he gives Spider-Man the detonator that he took from the mayor, the detonator that the mayor was going to use to blow them all up if they disobeyed him. So he gives Spider-Man the detonator. He goes to distract the symbiotes and then Spider-Man presses the button and blows up the tower and all the symbiotes in it. Day, the days pass. Joan is on TV, you know, saying that crime is back and the superheroes are back and God bless them. You know, <laughs> and Peter, you know, there's a, the, anyway, there's, there's this bar that they're watching Jonah at and a robber comes in, he gets snagged by a web. Peter says, I'll see you sometime, Mary Jane, but not right now because I have responsibilities. So and that's the explosion. That yeah yeah I didn't quite I, we gotta I guess we gotta assume he jumped out the bill had jumped out through the detonator in and uh, you know Spider Man he can survive it out. so and that so boys final and thoughts Jr what's what do you think what's a grade on this overall man it's a mix you know, on it I wish I had I tell you I wish I had more time to talk about it uh, because uh, there's a lot there's a lot more to unpeel uh, well, go ahead or, go ahead. Talk so what, about it. What, what do you no, want I mean, to talk about? No, I mean, it's like, well, of course, because I won't be spending all this time on fear itself. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> but if this is one of those where you just shake your head at the wasted potential, at the potential, you know, that at the genesis, at the core, there's a good story to be told here. But, you know, one, the writer lets his politics get in the way. And he, he and it's a, like I said, it's a very ill-defined world. You know, it, you, you just... I, you know, I, and maybe it's just me, you know, maybe it's just me, the, the sci-fi fan who expects to see answers for everything, you know, I mean, in science fiction, you know, it's like, you know, you know, like I always say, you do, you shouldn't expect to learn science and science fiction, but you, you do expect there to be a certain logic, whether or not it's scientifically plausible, there should be a logic that you can follow. And there's just a lot of gaps missing in the story that explains this world and how it came to be. So, you know, you don't get the idea, you know, the idea is that Spider-Man is this lone hero, you know, and he's coming back to save the day, but yeah. you, you, you don't, you're not allowed to get that feeling because one, Peter acts like just a miserable old man. There's nothing heroic about him, really. You know, he's not being heroic. He's not really the driver of the series of, in fact, you know, the heroes of this story are Jonah, Sandman, and his daughter. Those are the true heroes of the story. And that's, and, and when that happens, the story is failed. You know, I mean, you know, when you think who's the hero of the story, when you think of, okay, who's here? Well, it's the little girl who stood there and took all those bullets, you know, what's your thoughts on uh, nearly how many, how old is it? 15 plus years old. Yes. It's yeah. known for that one line of what carried but yes, it Mary is. Jane. That's the one thing. And if you think about it, that's probably true. I mean, if this was a real world, Maybe people that have, are married and have sex with their partners, they could get cancer. I mean, it's, it's, it's a legit possibility. I don't yeah. Know. And, and I think Andrew, I think he actually said, you know, before the story even came out, you know, he, he wanted to address the, uh, the, the, what would happen to someone who yeah. actually married somebody with rape. So it's not, but it's just a gross line. And, and you well, know the whole, what? The, the art is gross. The story's gross, but yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah the, the line is bad, but you know what? The line wouldn't quite have been as bad if the whole story wasn't bad. It's just, but you're already kind of sickened by the story. You know, again, there's a lot of gross, gruesome images, you know, Doc Ox rotting corpse, Mary Jane's rotting corpse, Peter climbing into Mary Jane's coffin, you know, where he it's also, it's definitely a downer. It's not yeah, a happy go, you know, and you know, earlier, you know, before, you know, you know, seeing Peter sitting there naked in it with his giblets hanging out, <laughs> you know, you just, 
Yeah. It's an ugly, ugly story. And uh, like I said, to, again, Spider-Man is not the major hero of the story. Uh, he's not really, like I said, he's not the driver of the series. He's not like Bruce Wayne and Batman in Dark Knight Returns, for example, because Batman, Bruce is always in control. Bruce initiates the actions. You know, everything that happens happens because Bruce makes a decision. Spider-Man is, is he's reacting to everything. Exactly. He's not really until the very end doesn't take control of the situation. Uh, what's, your, again, what's your grade on this? We didn't hear your grade. Yeah. And again, without knowing what happened to the other heroes or everybody else, you don't have, you don't, you can't, you can't put yourself in a frame of mind that says, yes, Spider-Man is this lone hero, you know, coming back to save the day. Uh, I, this has got to be a C minus at the best. Um, I'm with you on that. There, yeah, there, D it's plus, not, D it's plus not depending awful. on how I feel, but C minus at the best. And it's a shame because out some somewhere, sometime, somebody will write a good Spider-Man Dark Knight Returns. Harry Andrews <laughs> came back, it. came back and did a, an amazing fantasy miniseries about two years ago, and had Uncle Ben riding a dragon or something like that. It was, we reviewed it on satellites. I remember Kelly did it. Man. It's trippy too. It's trippy too. And it had black widow and cap and Spidey in it and uncle Ben. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, allegedly dark rain two comes out in 2024 this year. So that'll be interesting to see. We'll have to yeah. do a sequel to this episode. We got a yeah. couple things. Um, and I may like, not get it. I used to buy all of that stuff, but I'm almost, I am, <laughs> I'm getting um, the main title and that's about it. Yeah. So we got uh, under the horizon says, Hey, everyone always wanted to see Jr. Talk about this one. Well, uh, your money's worth. Milo, I've never read this story, but it sounds interesting. However, it might be because JR is going through it. Oh, there you go. Spider Girl says, It's true, Milo. JR makes everything better. As a completionist, <laughs> you have to read this, but it is difficult. Thank you, JR can make Art Attack interesting. He can make anything interesting. <laughs> thank you. Thank Peter you. Peter should have read his sex awareness comic. <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah, he should have read the one with uh, the alien who dressed up as James Olsen or whatever. And no. James Olsen, the actor, not Jimmy Olsen. But, uh, and yeah, Don, thank you for the super chat. I set alerts for this and didn't get it. Keep rocking. I'm glad you're with us. We got another episode coming up. Don. Oh, we got uh, two. Yeah. Uh, the death of Gene DeWolf coming up next. And I hope you liked that episode. Before we go, I want to remind you about patreon.com slash crawlspace. One of the perks that you get by being a member is you get your name read at the end of each audio edition. So I want to give a big thanks and a shout out to Gene and JR and Lisa and Scott and the crazy fool. And we got Venkman, Winnipeg Webhead, Adam, Annie, Aries, Brian, Christina, Craig, Cyberweasel, Diabetic Superman, Frazetta Hulk, Jacob, James, Jesse, John, Josh, Kelly, Laura, Noah P, Ryan, Sarah, Scott, Will, Zach, hashtag something good for you. AJ, Anthony, Anthony L, Datboy, Donnie, Frederick, Jeff, Haskimo, Ira, Jay, JB, Jared, Mark, Mark S, Mark T, Matthew, Milo17, we've got Mitzi86, Nick B, Nick C, uh, Patrick, Rocky, Ryan, Sailor Sega, uh, Stephen, Stuart, Symbiobro, and thanks to each and every one of them. If you'd like to sign up, 